This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by BHP. Reducing greenhouse gas emissions in the production of copper is critical. That's why BHP has committed to solar, wind and battery agreements to help power their copper mine at Olympic Dam in South Australia. It's happening now at BHP. Visit bhp.com forward slash critical to find out more. Saturday Squeeze is your shortcut to being informed weekend style. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. Saturday Squeeze does February, Claire. The <laughs> holiday period is behind us. Sure is. Feels a lot like it's back to business, actually. Back to school, all of those things. Yeah, it really does. And this episode, we'll chat through the latest from Alice Springs getting into this week. Mm. Uh, again, it's the biggest story going around. Sure is. Our new segment is all about stuff the federal government is doing, which is more interesting than it <laughs> sounds, I promise. Recommends we've got a good read on that radioactive capsule. You've been talking about that a bit this mm-hmm. week on Squeeze Today. And Claire, you've been shopping. Yeah, online. We'll talk about your dress and we'll put a link to have a look at it up on Instagram. (laughs) I'm reminiscing about the 90s. Let's get into it. As always, we'll start the podcast with the most clicked link out of the Squiz Today email. Further cementing what we already knew about (laughs) Squizzes, that they like really quirky news, Claire. (laughs) really do. This one is, oh yeah, it really got me stumped. <laughs> People after my own heart. Uh, <laughs> this was about mother of pearl clouds, which formed over Scotland. Uh, locals could have been forgiven for thinking that our alien overlords were arriving, but it turns out it was just a really rare phenomenon. I did not click on that link. I'm absolutely bamboozled as to why that was the most click link. <laughs> it's but, super cool. Yeah, but Claire, you get squizzes, so there you go. <laughs> most covered story this week, though, was again Alice Springs. Lots of talk about alcohol bans. And that's because that urgent report the PM asked for has been presented to them with a recommendation that the Northern Territory government urgently amends its laws to impose alcohol bans in central Australian communities. That includes the town camps in Alice Springs. Yeah, and that report was done by prominent Indigenous public servant Dorrell Anderson. Uh, She was appointed the regional controller for Central Australia because of the crime crisis in Alice Springs. Yeah, so the idea is that those bans would remain in place until all communities have time to develop their own alcohol management plans. The communities can then opt out. We haven't actually seen the full report yet, though. No, not yet. And by all accounts, it might be released next week. Yeah. Uh, They've certainly got a lot of discussion to go. And it's being discussed by Prime Minister Albanese and also the Northern Territory Chief Minister Natasha Files. And National Cabinet is going through all of that as we record this podcast on Friday. The report may actually drop before we go to air. Sorry if that's the case. But as we record, we don't know the full details of it yet. Um, Also, Claire, you have a correction to make before we get into our new story of the week. Yeah, I really do. And I feel so silly for making this mistake, but it's <laughs> great to have the opportunity to talk about it. Uh, in the Squiz Today podcast this week, we noted that it's Ovarian Cancer Awareness Month. And I said, it's a good reminder to book your appointment to get a regular screen. Can't do it. The point is you can't screen for ovarian cancer. No, that's cervical cancer, but you're not the only one to make that mistake. A terrific squizzer named Maddie Wills from the Peter McCallum Cancer Centre got in touch and she said a recent survey, we'll just add some fun facts Hmm. in here because we're on the topic, by Melbourne Uni showed that 64% of women believe a pap smear detects ovarian cancer and it does not. I like putting facts to the fact that I got it wrong, but (laughs) look – 
hence the need for ovarian cancer awareness i know month. you've kind of you've kind of really yeah. pitched ovarian cancer awareness month really well here um ovarian cancer is a really tricky one it is hard to detect maddie told us that the symptoms are vague i'll pop a link to your episode notes on this month and a good reminder for us women to have a read of and be aware of what the symptoms may be on to our news story we're calling uh, the news segment this week, Claire, Stuff the Government is Doing. <laughs> and that's because they've been doing some stuff. Kate, the technical terms that you're coming <laughs> up with are quite extreme. I think um, we were talking about the fact that former Prime Minister Paul Keating says, when you change the government, you change the country. He famously said that. And uh, we changed the government last year. Now it's doing its thing to change the country. And then the last week in particular, they've made a number of announcements. Yeah, quite a few things coming down the pipeline. So the first note is the change in treatment of Kiwis who commit serious crimes here in Australia. Mm. These are people who have visas to live here. Some of them have lived most of their lives here. Uh, the coalition deported those criminals criminals back to New Zealand. That really irritated the Kiwi government. Labor's changing that arrangement and it kind of points to the fact that not as many will be sent back over the ditch. Yeah, I remember Jacinda Ardern outraged about that at the time. The coalition government, though, wasn't for turning. No, it really wasn't. Next up on the list of stuff the government is doing, <laughs> uh, changes to our family laws. They've been proposed. Uh, there's a bit of a process to go through before that happens. And this has to do about custody of children. Uh, there has been a starting point in our family law for the courts to consider equal or substantial time with each mm. parent when a family breaks up. The Attorney-General Mark Dreyfus says no more because there's evidence uh, in some cases to say that it can compromise the safety of children. So the suggestion is it'll move from not being a mandated 50-50. Exactly. Yeah. That's a big deal. There's a very vocal group advocating for fathers' rights who say the current system already skews too far in favour of mothers' rights. They say removing the starting point of equal time with kids will disadvantage men. There's a bit of a fight to be had mm. over this. That's being led in the parliament by Pauline Hanson. I know you like things yep. in threes, Claire. Yep. Give us another. Okay. <laughs> Number three on my list, a uh, shake-up of health funding. Uh, I used to work for the health minister, so I could drone on for hours Please. about public funding models and Medicare and hospitals and allied health workers and primary care systems. Oh I won't do that. We've Maybe. all had it before. <laughs> yeah, you really have. <laughs> <laughs> Just consider yourself lucky you don't work at the Squeeze because that's an opportunity for you. Um, <laughs> suffice to say that if you've recently tried to get a GP appointment at short notice and couldn't, uh, or you've gone to an emergency department and you waited for hours, this discussion is about trying to take some of the pressures out of the system. Mm. Any fix is going to be expensive. The Albanese government says that it's going to make some big changes. Yeah, I can certainly relate to that GP issue, mm. trying to make an appointment and not being able to get one. Three big things. We've pulled them all together. What it really demonstrates is that, you know, as we said, it's back to business now. The Albanese government is getting on with implementing its agenda. Something that will be in focus next week, Claire, that brings us nicely to our next mm. segment because Parliament sits for the first time in 2023. Yeah, and keep this in mind, it's a bit over a year and we'll be heading back into that election campaign territory. Mm. Uh, so our new federal government is getting on with the job. Uh, they're doing the things that they said it would do and it's really trying to make a mark on Australia. Three-year terms go by so quickly. Yeah. 
Coming up in the news this week, Kate, as you mentioned, Parliament's back, so there'll be all sorts of stuff, bits and (laughs) pieces that are going on around that, uh, including a spotlight on New Zealand. We've got the new Kiwi Prime Minister, Chris Hipkins. He's coming to Canberra to meet with Albanese on Tuesday. I so get him confused with Chris Minns, who's the New South Wales (laughs) opposition leader. So Chris Hipkins, Chris Minns, I don't know, there's a lot of... I's and S's. Um, Also on Tuesday is the RBA's interest rates decision for the month. Last week on Saturday Squeeze, we previewed that this was coming, of course, Mm. off the back of those inflation numbers rising, you reckon, Claire? Look, I'm no economic analyst uh, and we rarely use the term everyone thinks, but Mm. on this occasion, it seems that everyone thinks that (laughs) rates are going to go up. So probably by another quarter percent. Stand by for that on Tuesday. Before all that, though, Claire, the Grammys are on Monday morning, Monday midday-ish our time, actually. That's the big music awards. It's all about Beyonce. Siobhan and Alice had a chat about this in the Squeeze Today podcast on Friday, but you know, we can do it as well. It's Beyonce. <laughs> and look, for our purposes, Beyonce's, she's already the most gramified woman in Grammy's <laughs> history. Uh, 28 wins. This year she has nine nominations. That's so many nominations. The commentary, though, centres on the fact that the Recording Academy, that's the institution behind yeah. the awards, has been long criticised for failing to recognise black talent with these top yeah. awards. Either way, a win or a loss, it'll be big news. Kate, I'm a bit sad that Taylor Swift's Midnights isn't up. Yeah, it's not – you didn't fall in the period or something. Exactly. I was sad too. Yeah, to be considered. And yeah. over Christmas I actually listened to Midnights and Beyonce's Renaissance back-to-back in a car trip because I wanted to sort of get a recce on how they both landed. Yeah. They're both so good. Uh, but What's of course, your favourite though? you got to pick. Oh, no, Swifties. Oh, yes, I've converted you over you the have. years, haven't I? It's, it's so an pleased. awesome – different <laughs> moods though. Diff- very, very different. Yeah. Very um, different moods. But Kate, the Grammys are – about so much more than those two women. They sure are. Um, one thing to note is that Beyonce's up against Adele as well, so mm. there's a bit of talk about that. Um, they also went up against each other for Album of the Year in 2017 mm. and Adele won, so um, a bit of who's going to get it kind of thing. Um, I'm there for the performances though. Uh, what we know so far is that Bad Bunny, yep. Mary J. Blige, Brandy Carlile, my favourite Luke Combs, Lizzo, Sam Smith and more are performing. And the red carpet is wild at the Grammys. So it's really one to look out for on Monday. Uh, Kate, this week the BBL final, that's tonight. Shifting gears, Grammys to cricket. Exactly. The Brisbane Heat, they actually beat the Sydney Sixers, which was a bit of an upset. So they'll take on the Perth Scorchers. That's happening at Optus Stadium in Western Australia. I can hear the collective... Uh, voice of all people who aren't into cricket thinking, yes, I get the remote back because BBL is <laughs> not going to be on every single night of the week. So many people will be thrilled about that. But um, for me, I actually quite like the BBL, so I'll give that a watch. Let's get into Squeeze Recommends. Squeeze Recommends this week got a bit of a mixed bunch mm-hmm. this week, I reckon. Um, it's only February and I reckon this story is contender for the most extraordinary story of the year. Claire, Mm. this tiny, tiny, tiny radioactive capsule that fell off a truck somewhere in the Pilbara. Not something that you think happens every day. No. And it was a huge story internationally, (laughs) this one. You could not log on to an international news site and it was right right up the top. Really? It went I didn't realise that. I mean, and then the story wasn't actually that it happened. It was that they found it. They found it. And that was a really mean feat because it's just eight millimetres long. It was lost somewhere on a 1,400 kilometre radius. Uh, They tracked it down to just near actually where they took off, which was near New 
human in the Pilbara. I was watching this story across the week, um, listening to the squiz today, reading the email and looking at across all the new sites and no one could tell me what would actually happen mm. if you came into contact with this tiny, tiny little thing. Mm. Finally, I found an explainer on what would actually happen to you and just how dangerous it was on the ABC. So I've got a link to that in case anyone else was wondering. The answer is it would be bad. It would be bad. But, you have to, but what I, I mean, I think people should read this. It's quite, it's a really good, quite lengthy explainer, but you have to have it for hours on you for it to be really, really bad. You just don't want you just to, don't know. to do it. Exactly. But anyway, I'm glad someone answered that question for me. <laughs> for me watching, so shrinking on Apple TV+, Plus, mm. two big name actors are involved in that. That's Harrison Ford and Jason Segel. Uh, it was on my radar because the reviews have been outstanding. It's from the creators of Ted Lasso. Firm big thumbs up. Yeah, yep. big thumbs up from us. I haven't watched it yet, but absolutely. If it's the makers of Ted Lasso, I am there. <laughs> Claire, as we previewed in the intro, you've been doing some very affordable shopping. <laughs> this is my moment to this talk about moment. fashion. <laughs> Amazing. I bought a dress. It's leopard print. She's wearing it as we speak. I'm wearing it today to showcase it. It's calf length. Mm-hmm. Uh, I reckon I'll be able to take it from this warm weather into winter. Transseasonal. Yeah, no, I think you're I right because it's got like um, sleeves yeah, as well. Yeah, and I'll collar. Put a, whack yeah. a pair of tights under it. It'll be great. It's but from, drum roll. Yeah. How much was it? 40 bucks. Amazing. It's from H&M. I'm really pleased with the quality as well. (laughs) There you go. There you go. That's Claire's recommendation. To round this out, we're going to have a little chat about Shania Twain. She has a new album out. Um, I'm not recommending it as such because I don't think you should recommend music because I think it's very personal. Mm. I don't think you can really recommend music. Um, But it warrants a mention because Shania Twain's a huge deal. I think we're going to hear a bit about her because of the release of this album. Yeah, and of course in the 90s she was just massive. She's still the top-selling female artist in US country music history. Uh, She has the sixth biggest selling album in the US of all time. So her comeback album, as it's being called, is quite something. You listened? I had a listen. I was just going to say I did have a listen. Look, it's it's no come on over, which was her, man, I feel like a yeah. woman that don't impress me much. It's different. It's different. Okay. <laughs> I as I said, I'm not recommending or unrecommending. I think we can surmise I'm, something. Yeah, I mean, the thing... For me about Shania Twain and the recommendation, I guess, if there is Mm. one, is to get across her backstory and her life story. Mm. There's a documentary on Netflix that came out last year about it. Um, Her book, which she published years and years and years ago, is – Fantastic. You enjoyed Such that, Such a good you? read. And yeah. she has a really incredible life story. She suffered abuse as a child. Mm. Both of her parents died in a car accident in her early 20s, her marriage, mm. her divorce. It's all there and um, she's quite something. That doco is definitely on my watch list. And there's been a few articles around her too with the release of this album mm. and it sort of seems like, I haven't listened to it, but it yeah. sounds like it's sort of a bit more about where her life is now, which is just a little bit more comfortable with herself. Older and calmer is what you said, but there is calmer. one song where she does swear a lot. Right. So, <laughs> I don't know. Not so calm, maybe. <laughs> Squeeze Press this week, Claire. We've been doing Saturday Squeeze for a couple of months yep. now, maybe a little bit longer. Um, we want to know what people think. Yeah be really good to get some feedback. Yeah. We're not too needy with our feedback requirements. No. We don't need a pat on the head every day. No, no, it's not about that. It's just about making sure we're delivering what people expect. Exactly. Yeah. So we've done up a bit of a survey, five very quick questions. Very, you very don't quick. have any excuses not to do it because it's the weekend. <laughs> uh, it's super short. So get into that for us. We'd be really appreciative. Yeah. 
not being needy, we just actually would really like to know if we're hitting the mark, I guess. It's a bit um, of a different gear for us, so it's just nice to know how it's landing. Exactly. Thank you so much in advance for doing that survey. The link is in your episode notes and we'll be back next week. Thank you.